0: Something borrowed, something blue Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational
1: It's Wedding Confessionals
2: Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals I'm Brooke And I'm Pam And the only thing we love more than weddings Is talking shit about weddings Why are you giggling? Because of your
0: face (laughs) Because I'm smiling? (laughs) Because you're just making a silly
2: face (laughs) <laughs> it made me laugh. That's just my face, man. <laughs> okay, but this gets completely out of control. Um, the only thing we want to bring up first yes. um is we wanna follow up about the emergency podcast we had. Yes. Um emergency podcast um was twenty seven and a half. Point five. Yeah, Yes. We just squished it in there. Um we heard back from our bride. We did. Pam, what did she say? She um she took our advice.
0: She wrote us back and said... I like said everyone who
2: emails back. I took your advice. <laughs> that it's
0: amazing. Yes. Everybody should do that. Um, yeah, she, she took our advice. She said she marched down there and uh, got all of her questions answered, and they were very apologetic. But a girl got her answers and now she is a lot calmer before going into her wedding. Mm-hmm. So it's good.
2: Was she the one that was talking about the <laughs> our guest is very excited
3: <laughs> I'm too early?
2: No, it's fine. But she the the bride also said something about there may be some potential drama with her wedding cake and her groom. Was that that story? Oh, God, maybe it was another one. Oh, yeah, the cake. Yeah, there's some sort of drama still happening with her cake vendor that apparently her fiancé has been tasked with. I don't know if she's making a dig at her fiancé not being able to handle tasks. She made it sound a little iffy. (laughs) So if anything happens, please let us know. Aussie Bride, I'm glad you got our emergency To be continued, dot, dot, dot. Um, but let's get into our, our super excited guest who's already ready to talk, ready to clap. Woo-hoo! Let's do this. Yes, man. <laughs> so this is kind of fun, you guys. For the first time, we have um, a bridal break brought to life. <laughs> <laughs> Erica Mandy from the Newsworthy Podcast.
3: Episode 25, bridal, bridal break. Yeah. <laughs> So
2: Erica, when we shouted out to her, I just, you know, found her podcast and thought it was fun. And we didn't realize at the time that you were not only a newlywed, but you lived nearby. So welcome, dude. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. This is so exciting. Is this different from having to do news and being very serious? Do you usually do the news with a glass of wine?
3: No, <laughs> this is so much more fun. But my whole point is trying to make the news fun. So, yeah. you know, yes. occasionally maybe I should bring in a glass of wine. I don't know.
2: Maybe like a flavored coffee in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Right? That seems right. <laughs> um, so um, welcome to
3: the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Um,
2: for the listeners who don't know much about you besides your news background. um, We want to learn a little bit about your wedding background. Mm, So we understand mm. what kind of advice you're going to give later on in the podcast. Okay. So our
3: first question always is how old were you when you went to your first wedding? Ooh, I'm also one of those people that has a bad memory. And I don't know. Where you think you were like mm. a little kid? I remember going to bar and bat mitzvahs. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> more than going to weddings. Yeah, and was never like a flower girl or anything like that. Yeah. So okay. I don't have a good memory of that. Did no family's to-
0: wedding. No family weddings or, no aunts uncles. No. Okay.
2: No. Do you dream about being a flower girl one day? <laughs> Uh, yes, still one day. Yeah, check it off your list. Right. Um, so when you got older, you know, in your 20s and stuff and you're in college, you know, do, do people start getting married? Do you start going to weddings then?
3: Yes. Yes. I had one year where I was literally going to like seven or eight weddings in that year wow. or more. And it was crazy. And then when I started dating my now husband, I started dating him at the time when he was going to a million weddings. I think, what is it? Like 28 where it was like a wedding like every other number. weekend. Yes. And it was like, yep. as your last guest said, you should just open another credit card because you're going to every, <laughs> every <laughs> other weekend, you're going to another wedding and buying another bridesmaid's dress. But it's also, I do think of it as... Like, I was complaining to someone that year about how I was going to so many weddings. And they're like, well, it's better than going to a bunch of funerals. And I was like, you're right. I shouldn't be complaining. Wow. So, I know. Wow. And I was like, that kind of put it into perspective, actually. And I do love weddings. I do love everybody coming together. So. Yeah. oh, I know. Sorry. That was kind of a downer. But it was just, it was, puts it into perspective. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yes. Like you, like, it does. It's good thing to go to weddings
2: no you know what it is you wish you could magically pace it out so that your friends yeah. get married That's every it. three months <laughs> yeah it's hard
3: when they're back to back to back like yeah. that it, you really only have one year of that usually i feel well maybe not i don't know about you guys but i had like one year of that mm-hmm. and then now i'll have a few every year which is cool
2: yeah welcome to getting old
3: i know <laughs> 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 no it's true there does seem to be
2: you know it's different um I grew up in the South and there was a wave of people that, um, didn't really move away from home and they all got married a little bit older because I think it's one of those things where like their lives were really established pretty early on. You know, they went to college and they stayed nearby and the families just started forming earlier than I think, you know, when I lived in New York city and then Los Angeles, everyone's kind of a little bit more, uh, I don't know career focused and a little bit more like travel and maybe just a little more immature I don't know but you know I feel like all of my Georgia friends so I had this phase where it was like a wave of everybody in Georgia got married and then there was a wave of everybody in New York and then it was a wave of California Mm. it was weird so I had like yeah I had like phases where everyone started getting married at different times it
3: does friends it it sort of influences like when you feel you're ready to meet that I mean obviously it's about the other person but um (laughs) But to feel that feeling of being ready. I don't know. I had a lot of friends, though, get married before I felt like, quote unquote, ready. Yeah. But then I guess it's also just about, yeah, meeting the right person. Yeah. But it's like it almost yes. gives you the permission to, because now it's like everybody's starting to get pregnant for me. It's like everybody is pre- I literally had four out of eight bridesmaids that were pregnant. Wow. wow. And two more were trying at the time. Damn, oh girl. Goodness. Goodness. Yeah. Isn't that funny?
0: You yeah. go from,
3: from wedding showers yeah. to
0: to baby showers yeah
3: so the whole thing was like i have to let my dress out another four inches because my belly is bigger yeah
2: that's what i had to do but that was just the stress eating from the
3: (laughs) (laughs) well not me but my friends it's (laughs) a food baby (laughs) i'm having a burrito
2: (laughs) i'll name him chipotle (laughs) oh i love burritos um so wait you got married about a year ago yeah september
3: 17th let's dive into that
2: girl what size? Size? Well, how many people were at your oh. wedding? <laughs> Trust me, Erica. I had
0: no idea where she was going without either. What do you mean, what size? But size? What size?
2: Was your wedding? <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, Is that a normal question? I phrased me? it
2: weird. <laughs> Listen, Pam made us had this weird cocktail before. We'll get to it in the bridal breaks.
3: Yes, it's all my I'm fault. I'm
2: definitely the blaming line. Pam. <laughs> I love every once while I just ask a question that makes sense in my head, but doesn't make sense to anybody else. Did not translate. How many people were invited and showed up to your wedding venue for the day of your nuptials, Milady?
3: <laughs> this is bad because once I get giggly. <laughs> okay. So we had like one, to one. <laughs> My husband will be like, oh, my God, typical Erica. What is he's your like, husband, don't get her started.
2: What is your husband's name? Dan. Dan. Yeah. Oh, OK. So Dan and you got married with 120 people?
3: Yeah. OK. Um, On Catalina Island in California. So Ooh. yeah, we live in LA, as you know. Yeah. Um, And we're both from the Midwest. I'm from Kansas City. He's from Minneapolis. Did you meet in LA? We met because this is a fun story. Ooh. He was roommate's. I shouldn't have talked it up. Now the expectation is too high. It's fine. That's okay. <laughs> um, he was roommates with my brother in college. Oh. oh, yeah. So when I was like eighteen and a freshman in college, and they were juniors in college, I visited them, and they went to University of Wisconsin, where Halloween is really big. So wait, you, that's just a thing. Oh yeah, Madison, you, Wisconsin. You say that as if the rest, oh, of like the world, you don't know no. that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, is it just the university or just the like, like the, the state parties at the
3: university are known are for Halloween? Oh. Okay, like so so you it's just th- their big event. Like, you know how universities have big events? Sure, they're Halloween. Halloween yeah, things. okay, that's a
2: that's kind of cool. That's yeah. a fine I gotta google sh- I gotta find an article to yeah. link in the show notes. You should. I just probably, I mean, to- I'm
3: assuming that was obviously years ago, so. Yeah but that's interesting yeah so So you go and visit my friend and I we were freshmen in college so we go up to visit my brother for Halloween and Dan and I flirted the whole time my brother freaked out
2: (laughs) of course (laughs)
3: sure yeah,
0: he probably and had the talk ahead of time. You cannot touch my sister. I don't
3: know. I don't know if he thought about it because all I remember is him like yelling at, are you going to date her? Are you going <gasps> to date her? And he was like, I wow. don't know. And I was like, it's not that serious. Like, I'm not going to like do anything anyway. I'm 18. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he's not like, but I think he just wanted to make sure. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so then I left and, noth- you know, we were just like, oh, that was fun. And every time we would see each other for different family times that cuz they stayed friends over the years. Yeah. We would always just have this little connection, but the timing was never right. Like we were always dating other people. I mean, I think 10 years went by. Wow. And, yeah. Really? And we always like we always had a flirtation and, you know, we would kind of talk in the corner anytime like for my brother's engagement party, we would like talk, but you know, he was dating someone else, I was dating someone else. And um and then for my brother's wedding about 10 years later, We reconnected. We both happened to be single again. And um, at the wedding, at my brother's wedding. So we ended up talking at the hotel bar after the wedding till literally, I mean, I feel like this is so cliche, but it literally happened to the fact that we were talking to each other and all of a sudden the manager of the bar comes up and is like we're closing and I looked around and realized they had turned half the lights off and <laughs> put the bar stools on the other tables and, and I no literally idea. didn't notice that anybody else had left it was literally like you hear that and you're like oh please you know
2: there is it. some waitress passive aggressively shoving those things and like <laughs> loudly putting the silverware wearing glaring at you
3: and you're just in love I didn't know <laughs> but then I didn't hear it from him for like a month what what and daniel Dan. i know it was, i probably shouldn't have said that i should probably just like and then it was happily ever after fun. but it was hard because we were long distance at the time i was in portland oregon he was in la already and so a month later i had one of my best friend's wedding in la and so i called my brother and i was like is he back together with his other girlfriend? Like, should I message him or should I? Am I just crazy? And it was nothing that I thought it was. Yeah. And he was like, "You should message him." Now my mm. brother was on board because we were older and yeah. like it was. A- and so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna give it one try." So I messaged him and I let him know. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna be in town. Let me know if you want to grab a drink." And then and then we started visiting. After that, we started visiting each other. For a year, we did long distance. Oh, wow. And then yeah. I moved to LA. It was like kind of perfect for my career and uh, for him, like because he was already here. And... He was like, you should just move in with me. And so we did a year long distance and then moved in together and then uh, and then got married a couple of years later. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, I mean, you also
2: like move in. But like, this is somebody you've known for 10 years. Right? You had that trust. Yeah.
3: And he had permission now from my brother. So that's good. (laughs) I was going
2: to say, what a score for your brother. Like, you know, it's such a roll of the dice for who you get as an in-law. And it's like now your it's in-laws, buddy? Yeah. That's Every so time awesome. we hang out
3: now, it's like them just being bros. And you know. <laughs> That's awesome. I yeah, it's it. a fun story. So
2: wait, um, you got engaged um, in Los Angeles? We
3: got engaged in Hawaii. <gasps> mm, yes. Yeah. We did the whole hike thing on the big island, and it was beautiful. And a black sand beach. That's pretty. So, yeah.
2: How much time was there between the proposal and the wedding?
3: um we did nine months oh i'm sorry we're
2: interrupting for ruth can you please explain to the audience when (laughs) hi ruth when you came into my home and the door opened and ruth who is roughly how tall she's maybe like seven inches inches. tall she's a shorty
3: little fat thing i've listened to your podcast and assumed that ruth was this very large dog Because of all the noise Ruth is always making. And so I thought he, the tail was like banging on the door. <laughs> and I was like, this is Ruth?
2: She's little, but she makes a big impression. She's adorable.
3: <laughs> Ruth. Oh, Ruthie.
2: So I'm sorry. Um, you, you got engaged. And how much time was there between the proposal and the actual wedding?
3: Nine months. Okay. Yeah. we. It was one of those things because we got... Uh, which was some venues weren't available because we didn't want to wait till the following year we didn't want to do the holiday thing Mm -hmm. and so we got engaged in december so it was either like try to do it before the holidays or wait even longer so we just kind of pulled the trigger but it was it was one of those things where we had to get on it because we realized that some venues were already full
2: how did you figure out which venue to
3: use so i just knew um my mom wasn't happy but i didn't want to go to kansas city because I lived in this beautiful... I've lived on the West Coast now for, I don't know, six years? Because I was in Portland, Oregon, and then now LA. And it was like, I love the scenery and the natural beauty out here on the West Coast. So I just wanted to be around that for the wedding. And I love a good view. So I was like, I want an ocean view. So we looked at every place that had an ocean view. <laughs> and uh, and eventually came around to checking out Catalina Island. So we took the ferry. It's like an hour ferry. Because you
2: can't drive there, right? No. You have to take a boat. It's Which so
3: fun. later It's so fun and so special. But during the planning process, it was a point of stress because <laughs> I felt bad. I was like, everybody had to figure out how to... First, you have to take the plane to the airport. Then you have to drive to the location to take the ferry. Then you had to take a ferry. And I'm like, I'm literally having people take every mode of transportation there is to get to my wedding yeah and is there was a like, train this is yeah it's everything but a train and probably somebody took a train i don't know <laughs> so i felt bad but then it came back to the idea that you just have to do what makes you happy and then be understanding if people can do it
2: did you know? somebody complain
3: no oh see and it's my okay. sister-in-law was very reassuring because i was also stressed out about the fact that she was pregnant and would have a one month-old baby, and she's also my maid of honor. And <laughs> so it was all of those, always those things about like worrying about everybody else. And then she would be the one to tell me, like, this is it's fine. You're, you know, this is your day. And then we'll all figure it out. It's not like you're asking us to do all of those things through like the middle of Iowa. We're in this, we're gonna be in this beautiful scenery. It's gonna be a vacation for us. So yeah, we feel good about it. That's sweet. Yeah. What
2: a yeah. what a champ of a she's maid of amazing. honor. Yeah.
3: I I lucked out too. My brother got his best friend, and then I got a good sister-in-law randomly. Yeah. I mean, you made her your <laughs> maid of great. honor. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Because I never had a sister. This is cheesy now. No, but, it's
2: not cheesy. Yeah, yeah. She's like my sister no. I, really like my I really like my sister-in-law, too. And I never yeah. had a sister. I only have a brother. Right? So yeah, I really like her. Yeah. Pamela, you told me your phone <laughs> was on silent. I did. You are a liar. You Apparently. give me that weird cocktail, and now you don't turn off your phone? The only reason you're getting away with it is because you're holding my dog.
0: Ruthie, save me.
2: Oh, God. She's getting on the table. Don't go anywhere. She's going for the wine. Be chill. Be chill. Um, So you had 120 people. Yes. You're on an island. Um, All these people are flying in. Did you have any complications? My husband's
3: pretty sure that our officiant was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) What? Who was your officiant? Yes. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went on So, originally I was going to have a friend be an officiant. And then I was like, this is too stressful for him and I just don't want to I feel like I'm putting I just it was a lot of pressure and I just said, "You know what? I'm going to do something else." Yeah. So, um I looked on wedding wire and I found good reviews for this guy and I called him and he was busy and so he made a recommendation for somebody else. So, I was like, "Okay." So I uh, talked to that guy and he seemed cool. He was like, I'll come to you. I'll meet with you and your fiance. It'll be great. And everything seemed fine. Um, We liked him. He was kind of the right mood for what what we were going for. What was his
2: qualification? Was he like a man of the cloth or was he just like...
3: So he was a rabbi. But my... uh, husband is not religious at all and i just wanted to kind of do the traditions and so we wanted a really modern rabbi who basically wouldn't make it religious yeah and but wanted just wanted to have a splash but still do some of, of the traditions like yeah. the glass breaking and sure. stuff like that yeah and so uh so he was really cool hi ruth um <laughs> uh, <laughs> And so he was really cool. He was like, yeah, we can do it your way. And he was really flexible. So we really liked that. And then he always showed up on time. He met with us a few times. Everything seemed great. And then the actual wedding, he was just stumbling over his words. He didn't know. Like he made jokes that literally didn't make sense. And the oh. first thing that we said to each other when we, after we were done with the ceremony. Sorry, I'm kind of losing my voice. <coughs> The first thing we said to each other after the ceremony was, oh, my God, he was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Your
2: first conversation as man and wife was and then that like, guy was
3: terrible. And then we're <laughs> like, oh, amazing. shoot, you have the vid- you're, You have a hot mic on right now because he had the lav mic on from the video. But it's fine. It was an edited video. But <laughs> I would yeah. have loved oh that Oh, my trash. gosh. I know. <laughs> I want the outtakes. But I'm so glad we did our own vows because it just saved it. And that's what everybody commented after. And that's what I remember. And so honestly, Mm -hmm. it didn't matter. I'm sorry. Ruth came in and now she wants out. Woman!
2: (laughs) Ruth! Ruth. (laughs) All right. Go go play with Tristan. I love you. She had her moment. Oh, my God. She's probably going back for one of those cocktails again. I know. (laughs) Pretty good. So I'm sorry. Um, So probably probably drunk i don't know did he go to the reception afterwards no okay uh, well because sometimes they he do he was
3: there for the cocktail hour but i don't think that we like had planned i don't want to give i feel kind of bad because i'm like i don't want to give anyone a bad name you're not saying his name but no it's fine no. but uh Because I've seen really good like modern rabbis and a couple didn't work out because they were either booked or whatever. And so I kind of took a chance on this guy. But and then, of course, all the guests asked you like or I was asking all the guests I'm sorry was he horrible oh my gosh and they're all like no no it's great but you don't know if they're just being nice or oh, yeah, you're
2: in a fucking wedding game yeah, no one's gonna be like yeah, yeah what a cracker <laughs>
3: <laughs> but then I was asking people that I feel like would be really honest with me and they're like I didn't notice but I still don't know if I believe them I think you should ask them now I know now you'll yes. get the real yeah. answer. I think my mom was kind of like yeah I, I mean it wasn't great but like I wasn't <laughs> totally pay- you just because I'm sure people have seen enough bad or boring, offici- or boring officiants that you kind of don't even listen probably and then the vows Mm -hmm. are the time that you actually pay attention so that was the important part and it was it kept moving so that's all that matters it kept moving and we had you know really memorable vows and then it was party time so yeah that's awesome and we had this great scenery of this grass field with the ocean in the back and so it was one of those things where something's going to go wrong so if his joke sucked then fine everything else was great.
2: I think that you probably due to your background in news and having to kind of go That's with the true. flow, that you have an attitude that probably prepared you for just like you just said, you, yes. you said so casually, I know something's going to go wrong, right? You just know, <laughs> like, this is just the way it works. You know what I mean? And, and I, it's so true. But not it, everybody gets that. Yeah. And it really is something that it's going to happen. Something's going to go wrong. And the best thing that you can do to control it is your attitude about it to be like, well, That was the thing that got screwed up and we're marching on. And now it's
3: a good story.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It it does. I know it sounds stupid to say when you're in the moment and you probably if someone were to tell me that in the moment, I would have punched him in the face. It really does make the best stories later. (laughs) I know.
3: And I actually remember this moment kind of looking at my husband's face and knowing exactly like what each other was thinking about this guy and just having that moment of like, we know each other and and we're both trying to keep like a fake smile on (laughs) like this is totally fine. but it was almost a memorable moment that we know each other enough that it was okay. You know, Oh my God, that's so great. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. But I actually was going to tell you a story about the last wedding I went to do it because, and you actually mentioned this in your last podcast of some of somebody who wrote in that had a natural disaster. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was going to a wedding with our friends here in Southern California who randomly picked a, uh, the Columbia River Gorge near Portland, Oregon, as this beautiful spot where you have this beautiful view of Mount Hood. And it was at this, I think it was a winery or farm or something. And there was a massive wildfire. <gasps> oh, and no. And tonight, let's see, their wedding was on Sunday night and Wednesday, I think we got an email like, and I have friends there because I used to work in Portland and they were all like, it's raining ash in Portland, and we're two hours away, and the place wow. they were getting married is even closer. Mm. And I was like, oh, no, that's not good. And they picked this place randomly as a destination.
2: Oh, I know. No. I they want Did anyone even horrible. leave to
3: go to the actual thing? So on Wednesday, we got an email, and they were really good about it. I'm sure they were kind of freaking out behind the scenes. Sure. But they sent an email basically being like, we're, tr- we're keeping a good attitude about this. We think hopefully the wildfire will get under control. I'm so sorry. We understand if you have to cancel, but we'll let you know by, I don't remember if it was Thursday or Friday morning and the wedding was on Sunday and I was like, we'll get back to you. We're going to go check it out for ourselves and see what happens with the fire. Thankfully, it got better and they ended up having it, but you couldn't see the view because it was too smoky oh. and it was really smoky. But it, w- it was not as bad as it was in the middle of the week, so it got better. Yeah, but there were a ton yeah. of other weddings in that area that had to cancel. And even I used to be in local news, so my friends that are still in local news said they did stories about people I felt so bad that had their wedding canceled in the Columbia River Gorge where the fire was happening. And then their honeymoon was supposed to be in like the Bahamas where all the hurricanes were happening at the same <gasps> oh time. Oh my god. And I was like, oh my god. See, now I don't feel nearly as bad that my officiant was drunk. Like (laughs) (laughs) perspective.
2: (laughs) So you went to the wedding. We went to the the wedding. And the
3: first thing we emailed them was, if you have it, we'll be there no matter what. Because it was like, Hmm. you know, that's what they were worried about. Everybody's gonna cancel now, even if we do have it, no one's gonna be there.
2: Yeah. But and
3: they were great. And it was actually really beautiful. And it was a great wedding and we had a blast. So, but it was like, oh, and to make things worse for them. I found out at the wedding, actually, that his suitcase got stolen. He had (gasps) to, like, get a couple new things for his outfit. No. The groom. Yeah. And on the way out there, they got a speeding ticket. (laughs) (laughs) I actually was really emotional during the wedding because I I was like, they've been through so much. And now it's happening. Oh, my God. I know. But it's all, like, worked out. And they were wonderful and it was great but
2: I, mean, it, I like that they got through it together Hopefully yeah. bonded yeah. them a
3: little bit and it actually became part of all the speeches like you've been through so much and you're proving that you can do this together and yeah. you calm Definitely. each other down at different moments and so it ended up becoming this like cool theme of the whole thing but I was like maybe I need to bring you to this podcast interview and you can <gasps> tell the whole story I mean but really then, I know did anyone bring up your drunk <laughs> rabbi in
2: their speech <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> wondering could you imagine if somebody just starts like dragging somebody in the middle of a speech that would have happened at my wedding i mean probably honestly (laughs) your husband is speech making i know that episode i know if you haven't listened to jeffrey r daniel's episode it's a doozy her husband is not good at giving speeches
3: just that one (laughs) (laughs) That I'm one. definitely going back. Do you play a recording by chance?
2: Um, we need to find footage. You've to been, play been the told reporting.
3: that footage exists. I, had,
0: I got a text say after that um, podcast aired saying that there is footage of that, and I got sent a picture. Oh my gosh, this picture is amazing. I'm gonna post it. It is Jeff in the middle of his speech, and the bride has her hand like over her eyes, <laughs> and the groom has his hand like on his cheek. Like, oh my god, what's go-? it is? Perfect.
3: Wait, what was his position at this wedding?
2: Best man. Oh, okay. He gave a best man speech that, spoiler alert, includes peeing in the snow. <laughs> what? It is just as ridiculous yep. as it sounds. <laughs> yep. That's my husband. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see that. We'll definitely put that picture yes. up. That is Instagram worthy. <laughs> it's so good. So um, one last thing about your wedding. Yes. We like to ask everybody when we remember. We're trying to get better about it. Um, We like to figure out what was... um. The best part of planning your wedding,
3: ooh, of planning,
2: planning or the wedding, or the what wedding was like itself. The best,
3: What's I mean, f- I favorite just favorite moment. This, this is kind of cliche, but I really, both at the bachelorette and at the actual wedding, just having because I've
0: <laughs> <That's so laughs> and long. I turned away too.
3: So loud, Pam. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, it's it's having. So I've moved around a lot for my job as a TV news reporter. I was in Missouri, then Portland, then LA and, you know, lived a different place for college and where I grew up. So it was like having all these best friends from all of these different places be in one place for me. And then like, especially at my bachelorette and at my wedding, seeing them interact and like be friendly with each other that I've never met before. And they're they're all my best friends, but they don't know each other. I mean, that is amazing. And then, I mean, and it goes without saying the amazing connection that, you have with your now husband. But um, but those are the, the outside things. If everybody's coming, everybody took a ferry and a plane and a whatever to get here for you. And now they're all here together. And it's just amazing.
2: That's so cool. Yeah. I like that answer. Yeah. yeah. It is fun when you have people that I'm don't cheesy. know each other. and the, No, but there's your a thing where like, you see per- certain people and you're like, oh, have you ever met this person? I know. And also when you're friends with somebody, you always end up telling anecdotes about your other friends. Yes. And then when they actually
3: do meet each other, it's like they already know each other. And then in the future, mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, yeah. Like, you did you meet, meet this person in the at the wedding? And they're like, oh, yeah, I think so. And then you can tell them the story about it. And it's just your whole worlds collide. And it's amazing. Yeah, that's yes. always my
2: tip for somebody. Sometimes you get invited to like a bridal shower or a bachelorette party where you don't really know that many people. And I always say go. Yeah. Because what happens is, it's such a bonding experience that when you go to the actual wedding, it's like there's this whole so new crew fun. of people that yeah. you're like, yeah, we were at the bachelorette party together. It's such a fun way to like kind of like create this community like really quick. And then you do remember each other. Because yeah. you had that weekend or whatever. Or I'm night. still
3: Facebook friends with random people I met at other people's bachelorette party. Right. And yes. you never know what that leads to, you know, in the future collaborations or, yeah. you know, job connections or just a friendly face, whatever. Yeah. You yes. know, I, it's always fun.
2: We like people. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So you want to ask the other question, Pam? Oh, man, this is set up. I'm scared. No, no, no.
0: Well, it is bad, but it's not bad. No, it's fine. Well, I I think we already, we may have already heard it, but I'm still going to ask the question. What was the worst part of your wedding?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that is technically the answer was the officiant was not great. (laughs) Um
2: Was anything stressful about the planning process? Yeah, I
3: mean, I think we were talking about this earlier that you always... I was totally the person. I'm going to be a cool bride. And then... We're all going to be cool We're totally going to be cool. cool. And then it's just more stressful than you think. Um, And me saying like, oh, I don't care about the details, but you still have to figure out the details and it's still something else to do. And then you want to make everybody happy, but then what do you want? And how much is it going to cost? I mean, it's all... It ends up just being stressful. Um, So I what like there were times I couldn't sleep and I was like I'm supposed to be the cool bride and I can't sleep right now and it's just and I would literally tell my sister-in-law I know logically this does not matter <laughs> but it's matter it matters to me right now you know um also bridesmaids dresses I oh. I because you had eight yeah bridesmaids I wanted to have 12 and my mom is like oh. Erica There's gonna be more people standing up than sitting down in the crowd. Like you need to (laughs) pick. And I was like, shout out to those four girls that got done. I know (laughs) it was really hard, and I ended up like, it wasn't even. It wasn't even because one's more my friend than the other. It was I was trying to think of like silly things of like I don't know. I don't even you know. Yeah, no, it's hard. Yeah, Yeah. it is hard. Did
2: your husband have the same number of people on his side? Did he have eight as well?
3: Because I had aid, he was like, well, I guess I'm having aid. It's like, just pull up the guy that changes his tires. I mean, he has a lot of friends too, but it was just, I just, like I said, I've moved around and like when I've moved at times and I was yeah. working in these small TV stations, that becomes your family. Sure. So, yeah. I have really close friends that I've stayed and they're in all touch important. with. Yeah, and then it's like you don't want to make anyone feel that. I know I worry too much about what everybody else is going to think. But uh, you
2: just care about people's I do. feelings. I That's do. nice, but it's hard. And I yeah, I won't
3: <laughs> 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 I just stop myself from talking now. <laughs> um, but good with the dresses. Yes. yes. So I've been a bridesmaid, and I mean. I, I literally laughed when somebody said, you'll totally wear this again, because that's in the movies. I know. And it really happened. I said ha- it
2: too. I know. People I did say too. It.
3: I would not say it because it's been said to me and I know it's <laughs> absolutely not true. <laughs> and not being mean. I mean, I, I've had beautiful bridesmaids dresses, but for whatever reason, it's just not me. Like, if if there's going to be 10 copies of it, it's probably not something I'm going to wear again. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is totally fine. And I will happily buy that and wear it one time. But I was really stressed out about it because I was like, I want everybody to be happy. And I quickly learned that you couldn't. I also did the J. Crew thing where you could wear different styles of the same yep, dress. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the night, like they were wrinkly and I, I don't know if that nobody told me that they were unhappy with it, but I just still felt it was like one of those stress moments where I was like, I want everybody to be happy and it was just impossible. And so I was like, just do whatever. And it's fine. It's one of those things
2: where it's like all the times that you just bought the damn dress, you were fine with it yeah. and danced and it was cool. And then you never wore it again. And there was no emotion and it was fine right your friends had the exact same exactly but the whole time as a bride you're so worried that they're not having that emotional journey yes you're so paranoid that someone is upset and not telling you which is crazy because as you know everyone fucking tells you their feelings (laughs)
0: oh we've learned that i know they'll tell you
3: Oh, my God. I just wanted everyone to like the pictures and whatever. Else. It's like, nobody wants your wedding pictures anyway. So just. I know. It's, it's fine. tough. I <laughs> know.
2: I know. And in but the it moment, too. Exactly. Just like, it's your whole world.
3: And that's what I'm saying. It was like, I knew logically it didn't matter.
2: But, but you still kind of care. It, it matter. Yes. I wasn't
3: like blowing up at anybody about it. But it was still just like, oh, my God. Your, you know.
2: your your own personal anxiety yeah. you're putting on yourself. Well, it's nice that at least you didn't have like this sea of shit bags around you that were putting pressure on you. <laughs> right. It was just you internalizing, Totally. which is just, I'm sorry. <laughs> sea of shit bags. I don't know. Yep. Did, was that not descriptive enough? No, it was so good. I, I actually
0: pictured it. So... <laughs> I was just like, sh- see him shit back. Now she's thinking oh, no. literally I like Listen, it.
2: <laughs> I like to take the explicit, the explicit of, what is it? Explicit? Yes. The little E, the red E that we And get make sure and we oh, hit it. I just want to make sure that we get our money's worth. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> anyway, so now that we've talked about that... <laughs> I think we're definitely ready to talk about some confessionals and advice. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Get my potty mouth on to other people's words that are maybe a little more censored. Let's do that. (laughs) I'm going to go first. Is it because you always go first? I always go first. Number one, first place, A+. (laughs) Is it a confessional or an advice? Um... I'm not sure. Pam, you put these together. I know. This is your job. I know, but I
0: changed them all around. I think I, I just changed it all up. I don't know where it landed. Okay. what, what? We're going to find out together. <laughs>
2: okay. Mystery one. Mystery. Let's go.
0: Okay. Dear Wedding Confessionals, I recently got engaged and started to plan my wedding. I guess I'm more so looking at venues as of now. No date set, just a date range for a year from now. My parents are gifting us cash to pay for most of it. Now that I'm seeing how much this shit actually is going to cost, I want to take the money and run. I've always seen myself Having a wedding and a fun reception. But now that I'm in my mid 30s, I'm a little more frugal with my spending. We just bought a house as well, so that money could really go towards something else. Here's the real issue though I'm the youngest, and my sister eloped. When she eloped, she told all of us when it was happening, but no family was involved, obviously, since it was an elopement. With that said, my mom was heartbroken to have her eldest daughter run off and not have a wedding. My sister and I are a little different. She's a little more shy and I'm a little more outgoing. I love all the eyes on me when it comes to making people laugh. I, I'm not sure how I'm not sure how I'll be with everybody staring at me when I say I do. Anyways, my mom threw her a party after the elopement and she hated it. She didn't want it and she did it because of my mom. On that day my dad told me I had to have a wedding to quote, make your mother happy, unquote. I get it. I do. But as of right now, part of me doesn't want a wedding, but I also don't want to piss off my mother. I know if we didn't have a wedding, my mother would be heartbroken. How do I get excited to spend a crap load of money on a wedding that my mother wants more than I do? I want a wedding, but I don't want the one my mom wants for me from only having a wedding because of my sister.
2: Only having a wedding because of my mother—that's the truth. Don't blame that on your sister. Blame, no, push push on your mother or maybe your father. He's the one that said you had to have it. He
3: doesn't want to deal with the I mean, aftermath.
2: I get it. She's happy wife, held... happy
0: life. Yeah. She's being <laughs> held hostage, though. I mean, is this gift only come with the wedding? Like, she doesn't get the the gift of cash if they don't go through with a wedding.
3: This is hard because your parents have done so much for you. You want to make them happy. I think it's easy to say, oh, just do what you want. This is your wedding. But it's not that easy.
2: Right. It's it's true because they have feelings and you probably care about them.
3: Right. You don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. My mom wanted a wedding in Kansas City and I decided not to do that. But we worked it out. But, you know, it depends on your relationship. And I think, but it's still important to do what you want. And you don't want to have a whole wedding just for your mom because then you know that that is a waste.
0: Well, we had we had my mother-in-law on the podcast and she mentioned that she was sad that we didn't have the wedding back east where my husband's from. And that was really the first time that I knew she felt like that because she was Uh, very adamant you know during our wedding process and planning was do it where you want to do it you know we'll have a reception for you back east but if you want to get married in california get married in california and then to hear her say that and i was like whoa like she held that in and you know i didn't i didn't know that but you know bless her for you know supporting us and what we chose and then also making it fun and we had a reception back east so we had, we had double the fun.
2: I wonder too, you know, it sounds like the sister made a decision that hurt her mom. And then the dad is the one that piped up and said, you can't do this for your wedding. Has she actually talked to her mom about this? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, is it just having a convo to be like, I know you're really excited about weddings. What exactly are your expectations? Cause mm-hmm. I wonder if she went through the elopement once and maybe her point of view has changed a little bit. Or maybe she's kind of softened a little bit on her stance. And maybe you could have a smaller wedding. Or maybe she just wants to be included in something. That's maybe what, it's just the yeah. elopement. Not only was it an elopement, like they came back and said, Oh OMG, went to Vegas and got <laughs> married. She said, we're getting married. You're not included. Did. Yeah. And, and
3: did it. like That's a great point. There's got to be a compromise. Hurt. I think that maybe
2: she wants to be included in some way. So yeah. if it's a small, you know, if you're going to the courthouse, maybe she gets to go to the courthouse with you. Maybe it's not so much about a big wedding. Again, I don't know your mom. I don't know enough about the details. Maybe it's not about big so much as it's about being included involved. Mm -hmm. And I think you make a good point about money where it's like, you want to make sure that money is used in the best way possible. But at the end of the day, if it's not your money, you know, it's like, if it's a gift, like, and you were supposed to use it for the wedding, I think you would really create a really difficult situation with your family. If you were to use it for something completely different, like, a renovated bathroom <laughs> yeah
3: you have to get permission if they're gonna get you could add, that I agreed completely that you have mm-hmm. to have the conversation about the money but also what are your expectations and here's how I feel about this yeah that I am now you know I'm in my 30s I'm responsible about my money and it it gives me anxiety to spend it in this way but I also you know and have that back and forth about your feelings yeah because what if
2: it's about the money is about you know she's thinking about her future maybe she wants to you know have a child or there's something else like a big life experience that she wants to have and that's what she visions the money going towards if you were to express that to your mom the odds that she'd be like babies who cares you know what i mean yeah or it's like there's a big career change i don't care like the odds that your mother wouldn't give a shit about you wanting to go to grad school or something real and tangible that you have a goal for and that money would be helpful towards I mean, I think a conversation with your mother is necessary. Yes.
3: It surprises me every time, though, how intense weddings can be for families. I'm like, It's supposed to bring us all together and yet it causes so many emotions and you have to have all these serious conversations like this is not what this is supposed to be and it's frustrating and that doesn't answer the question, but it's still crazy. It's that camaraderie. Everybody it's has, nice. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> has that experience though, you know, about something on different levels, of course, but it's about something. Somebody says something you did not expect, you know, that yeah. how they felt because of this. And I think somebody said something to me when we were dealing with, You know, I was concerned that my mom was worried that I wasn't getting married in Kansas City where I knew that she wanted, originally wanted me to get married. And somebody said to me, you had your idea of what you wanted for your wedding and you've been thinking about that for a while. She probably had this in her head of what it was going to be. And sometimes it is just about adjusting that expectation. And um realizing that what she thought for many years is not gonna be the case. And it sometimes it just takes time to get over that. And it doesn't mean she's not open to it, but you just need to give her that space to readjust the expectation and her dream for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And also I imagine if one child already eloped, the adjustment mentally has yeah. already <laughs> probably happened. You know? You're you're or heightened. Oh, that's yeah. true. I think a conversation though. Absolutely. I mean, not mean, not confrontational. Just no. put your emotions and put your objectives. Like I said, if you have an idea of what you want this money to go towards, you need to be really clear about that. And not just like, this is a waste. Because that just seems kind of rude. I feel like you need to come in with, I would prefer this money to go towards fill in the blank.
0: And and also be prepared if they say no. No. I want this for a wedding and that's what I saved it for and you know, take it or leave it.
2: And I will say if they're just paying for it and all you gotta do is show up and have a good time and it sounds like you're kind of a fun party to begin with, kind of a person. You know, you're a little bit of an extrovert. Yeah, she said that. I mean, you know, this is your mom, this is the rest of your relationship with her. Do you just suck it up for a day? Especially if she wants to plan the whole damn thing and it's her money and she can just do what she wants you just have to show up. If you don't care, if you've taken the emotion out of it and this is just her fun free-for-all and you're just the the star of the show, <laughs> you just have to show up. I mean, there are worst ways to live six months of your life. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think it goes back to the conversation.
2: Yeah, yeah. have the convo, man. Communicate. She, your mother might surprise you. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can tell what the eyebrow (laughs) was. She gave me an eyebrow. Throw me. Throw me. All right. I think we're going on to the next one, right? Yeah. Okay. My number two. Uh, It's not so long. Okay. I can handle this, Pamela. This is a confessional. Dear wedding confessionals, my coworker got engaged a couple of weeks after I did. I'm not friends with her, but obviously I'm happy for her. Before I went to see my first venue, she had already seen seven. Picked out her venue and her date. I don't see her that often at work, but weddings is all we talk about when I do see when we do see each other. For the next year of my life, I know it's going to be a competition in her eyes to compare our weddings. I'm not looking forward to it, but I know mine is going to be way better than hers because I'm a little <laughs> classier than her. She's a little on the trashy side. <laughs>
3: What? Are we being punk?
2: <laughs> I'm just really good at smiling and nodding when I really don't give two shits about her wedding. By the way, we looked at her venue and if dungeon feel is what you're going for, it's great. Just not up my alley from Better Than My Coworker. Is this a joke? <laughs> no. No. Okay, this is what I think. Real talk. Real talk. As I'm reading it out loud. She sent this to us like moments after the coworker did something shitty. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, she said something snarky about that girl's engagement ring or some. She needed a vent. Yeah, and she was just like, "I'm taking it out here." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dungeon feel. Ouch. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe she's going with that medieval times style wedding. This kind of reminds
3: me of, I was telling you, I did an internship with MTV, my super sweet 16. And the producer like convinced the girl to say that her party was going to be better than her friends. Like, (gasps) Oh no, but they were 16. Right. Kind of understood. (laughs) (laughs) I just think, listen,
2: my, I know it's a confessional and I'm sure you're just like letting it out. And I feel you, I definitely would just take your space from this person. She doesn't sound like she, like comparing weddings is hard. Cause if you, it's one thing just to chat about your life experiences, but the whole compare contrast thing. Yeah,
0: uh, But I've, I've dealt with people like that, that have that, like, you know, that, that competition. And I mean, I'm, I am competitive in some ways. I can't say that I'm not, but there are many things that I'm not,
2: competitive in and name one <sighs> you are a very competitive person but there's
3: a difference Don't- between
2: no Erica I am.
3: <laughs> no no we go are- ahead
2: Erica <laughs> <laughs> listeners at home she is deflecting no it's fine Erica go
3: no I was just going to say there's a difference between being competitive and the fact that you're pushing yourself and you want to be as good as you can be and wanting to put down other people. So I think you just have to take a step back and realize that everybody has different styles and it's not a competition. Weddings are not a competition.
2: Yeah, it sounds like this lady, (laughs) this coworker is being kind of shitty to you right yeah but you don't have to be shitty back yeah. i know it's annoying to hear take the high road but you should probably just take the high road it sounds like you are so far you got the fake smile on you're doing great and she's venting to us yes
0: you, not to her so that's a good have, or HR. That's, a good step. that's true <laughs> yes.
3: and you have enough to be stressed out about with the wedding you know don't bring don't allow. Outside forces and all that kind of stuff. It's to hard make it even not harder. to, though. Because,
0: I, I mean, imagine like you got, even though you got engaged like a week before this other person, and it's not a competition, but the fact that she already has a venue and a date, and you're like, you know, that when you first get engaged, you're getting all those questions. What's the date? What's the date? What's the date? And so in the back of your head, like and this girl's like June 3rd. It, and you're like, bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, you know, I kind of, I mean, this, you know, is, is a little she's venting she's definitely venting
2: in this but i get it we're here a little for bit. you yes we're here okay we're gonna move on to the it's... next one last one let's do it yeah advice from the professional voice of right. erica mandy <laughs> i'm
3: currently losing my voice i hope i can you do this in horses? your best newscaster voice <laughs> i usually try to be upbeat but this is you know i don't know okay <laughs> dear Brooke and pam I wondered what you thought a sensible budget was for a wedding dress. I'm not really a dress-wearing kind of girl usually, and it seems silly to spend a lot of money on a dress you're only going to wear once. However, is a dress better quality if you pay more? What do you guys think? From Lost in the Wedding Dress section in the UK. She's so good at that.
2: I know. <laughs> I that was really good. Dumb bold.
3: Oh, I was, I slurred my way through mine. I know. <laughs>
2: That's She's usual. better at this. <laughs> You can leave now. We're too jealous to move on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So um, what do you...
0: Sensible budget for a dress.
2: Well, here's my thing. I don't think she sounds like a girl that wants an expensive dress. Right? Right. Why else would she be asking the question of like, how much do I need to spend? Because she's watching say yes to the dress
0: and oh, all but... of them are five thousand dollars or more. So you get that in your head. It's like, is it do I have to spend five thousand dollars on a dress?
3: And everybody has in their head that they have to find the perfect dress. And it's just you you don't. It you just have to find a dress you like and the it's perfect fine. dress for you. Yeah, but even then I just worry that people sometimes it's a very stressful process that like, is this perfect enough? And it's... Do you know what I mean? Yes. How did your dress buying experience
2: go? <laughs> no, I want to know. How long did it take you to find a dress?
3: Not that long. I did my third boutique, but I did have a moment after I committed.
2: Yeah. Oh, you were, you were like, this is a no. I don't know divorce. if it's right. Oh, yeah. no.
3: Yeah. What That's kind why of... I'm saying because I think it was like in my head that like, is it perfect enough? So, and then I had a moment and I was like, it's going to be fine and I'm not going back because I already put the deposit down. (laughs) And then my friend was lovely and gave me a great tailor who made a few changes and then I ended up loving it. But it was like, I didn't know exactly what I wanted it to look like. And so, and I thought I wanted backless, but then when I actually tried on backless, it wasn't right. Mm. And so, and I really loved it at the store, but it was just always in my head of, I don't know. Is this perfect enough? Yeah. I think that here's
2: the thing. It sounds like if you don't have a real strict idea of what it should be, and it sounds like you're pretty loosey goosey at this point, have fun. Yeah. Go to a shop. I like that
3: process. Try
2: you Find one that gives you the free champagne and just try on stuff. Be candid with them to be like, I don't know what my budget is, but be strict from the get-go of being like, it's no more than this. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean whatever the number is in your like if somebody were to throw out a number if i were to say if she's british i was like a thousand pounds if you immediately if your gut's like oh hell no don't Mm -hmm. get an expensive dress you don't want it don't go there right Mm -hmm. if that is what your gut tells you and that's what your bank account tells you do it but there are so many discount places that have decent dresses there are plenty of sales There's also online stuff. Also, keep in mind, if you're not that sentimental and you're never going to wear it again, you don't care. You can rent it. Rent the runway.
3: And there are used dresses. My friend did that. Oh, yeah. And I actually went to the store with her (laughs) and she and some will purposely not have the tag so you can't look at what it is. But because of this reason, but I went to the store with her. She tried it on. We loved the dress. Then she went home and found the used version and it was wonderful. Wow. Yeah. And it was a lot different in price. She paid like four hundred dollars and in the store it was probably five something, five thousand. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think be creative. It sounds like here's the thing. Weddings are gonna cost you money no matter what. If there's something that you don't have this really urge to spend your money on, don't do it. I okay, she wants a number. I think that if you were to find like, if you think about going to a store and trying on a nice dress and being like, oh, this isn't a piece of shit, I guess maybe for British converting 200 pounds, if you wanted something, because it's like, yeah, right? I think sure. that's about, I think if you were in that range between 100 and 200, if you wanted something that looked a little nicer, that wasn't just like Top Shop, you know what I mean?
0: Well, and I mean everything's different. Like, I remember when my sister told me about her wedding dress, she told me, she's like, I found my dress. And she's like, well, it's not a wedding dress, but it's my wedding dress. And it was a very light cream colored dress that was gorgeous and perfect for her. And that was her wedding dress. She didn't get it at a wedding store, but it spoke
2: to her. And that was her wedding dress. Yeah. You don't have to stick with white if you don't want to either.
3: It's such a personal thing, not with budget and your style. Yeah yes
2: i knew a bride i went to a wedding where the bride wore this like sparkly silver one like shoulder gown she looked like an oscar winner like (laughs) she looked so beautiful and like she came down the aisle and everyone was just like gasping it was like what and you know she didn't do anything traditional she did what she wanted to do and she rocked it and she loved it and she looked gorgeous So it's like, if you are drawn to something, as we said before, wear whatever makes you feel awesome. Yes. So if you put something on and it makes you feel awesome and it costs you 50 pounds, so what? That's your wedding dress. That's your fucking wedding dress, man. Yeah. So yeah, go with your gut. It sounds like you don't want to spend a lot of money. I don't think you should. You don't have to. No. I agree. You really don't. And have this time to really have fun with it. Get some friends and go try on some stuff. Yeah. Figure out what you like and... You know, enjoy it and don't get too stressed out.
3: It's so fun when you walk out because your family and friends will be like, (gasps) every other dress. Like, (laughs) it's such. You're like, oh me, me, thanks. Oh my god! Could
2: you imagine that's like every time you try on like jeans at the Gap and your friends are like, (gasps) those jeans. Yes, your butt looks so good. can we please start a thing where every time we see each other, we just say your butt looks so good. Yes. (laughs) Our friendship would be so strong. (laughs) Done. I I do have a friend and he doesn't, he doesn't know it, but every time he's just like, you look so fit. Every time he says (laughs) that to me, I just like love him that much more. And I'm like, you are staying in my life forever. Like you could literally catch my, my house on fire and punch my dog. And I'd still be like, he's a good guy. Noted.
3: Okay, <laughs> right. right? Yeah, looks good sign. I'm just like.
2: I, well, my love language is words of affirmation.
3: There we Brooke, go. You look really nice tonight.
2: Erica can stay.
3: Yep. <laughs>
2: oh my god, that's all the stories. Yay! We, we are do. going on to bridal breaks. Woo-hoo. So we have our bridal break in house with our oh. Erica Mandy. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm do. so glad you recommended me too because that's how I found out about your podcast. Yeah, you know, I'm loving it.
2: So bridal Yay. a bridal break gets to give a bridal break. So fun. Yes. <laughs> so Erica, what is your bridal break for all of our brides? Oh, wait. I have to explain a bridal break in case you're new to the podcast. A bridal break is um, suggestions we give to not only brides, but anyone helping to plan a wedding to do something fun with your day, weekend, week that has nothing to do with wedding planning so that you can reset your brain so that when you do plan your wedding, you are not losing your freaking mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Erica, what is your bridal break suggestion? I two, if that's okay. Pamela. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs>
3: Well, when I think of a break, I think of like meditation. And this was not anything I thought I was like, okay, here goes. Other people, more people meditating. Everybody's talking about meditating. But since I started my own podcast in my own business, I was like, you have to kind of. Take a moment for yourself when you have a lot going on. So same thing goes for wedding planning. I think that's smart. Well, you talked
2: about how you were losing sleep as a bride.
3: (laughs) A little bit. You probably
2: could have used this.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I think whenever you have a lot on your mind, it's it's good to just take literally five to ten minutes. That's it every day Yeah. to just sit with yourself (laughs) and do a little quote unquote meditation, whatever that means for you. So if you have no idea what to do, I use this app. 100% free. It's called uh, Insight Timer. You just Mm -hmm. find it on the app store. And yeah, it's free. And you can search for whatever you... It's like, you can want to relax. You want to sleep. You want to just have like, you know, affirmations. So it's like choose your own adventure. (laughs) And then they have ones that are like seven minutes or something. And Or 11 minutes. And then you can just, it's, you know, and then you can choose how into it. Like there's some that I wouldn't listen to because it's like too much for me. But mm-hmm. other ones, you know, it's nice to take a breather.
2: Is it like a literally uh, a voice prompting you what to do or what? Yeah,
3: there's different ones. So there's literally a timer where you can just take, it will give you a little music. I don't really do that. I like the voice kind of just telling you like, okay, take a breath. Think about what you want for your day or you know be grateful ah, or whatever I and it's just, it just tells you you know to think about certain things and so that it takes your mind off of everything else and just gives you some positivity that's
2: cool yeah I it's like so a nice. great like what's I'm it called again?
3: I, insight timer there's okay. a lot of other ones like um you can pay for a, i hear a lot about headspace and stuff like that but Um, I just randomly found this one and it's completely free. So it's a a good way to get started and try to do it every now and then, you know. I like it. It can change your day. It also, I feel more focused when I've just taken that time. So yeah. I like it. I do too. The other one is a perfume. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And I thought of this one because I randomly found it at this shop that I was at with my husband and literally every time I wear it, he comments as if he's never smelled it before and (laughs) he's like "Ooh, that smells good I'm like yeah it's the same one I wore yesterday that you said smelled good like
2: (laughs) I'm worried about Dan
3: (laughs) I think he's finally starting to get used to it but he likes it that much so I can't complain you know it's a good thing thing. I've actually had women also be like what are you wearing that smells good are you wearing it tonight I am I don't know hold
2: on can you smell it yes you know what's funny is when you came into the home we'd never met before we immediately (laughs) hugged because this is who we are yeah and as i was hugging you i thought she smells great but i don't know her yet so i can't tell her (laughs) she smells great whereas my other friends that i know i hug them and go oh you smell so nice like i'll say that but i thought to a complete fucking stranger i'm already embracing you we're already breaking
3: barriers i think too telling you that you smell nice that is really
2: completely over the top
3: legit though you really <laughs> yes. have had that thought yeah okay. because i was like i hope she i i feel like this is a common thing with this perfume yes, i'm telling it's really you nice. wow. um What's i don't know how called? to pronounce what it what <laughs> 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 i was like i don't know if i should bring this up because i'm gonna say it wrong i should probably have gotten in touch with the company first this is what i think we should
2: do you give a pronunciation and then you pass the phone and let us look at the words and then we'll give you and between the three of us who will come up with nothing, ma- right? Maybe three different versions.
3: <laughs> Somebody's going to know exactly and be like, you idiot. Is it French or something? I think so. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's either. OK, I don't know if it's. I should know because I grew up dancing if it's pirouette or if it's puree or just perette. I don't know. I say it's Paray, I was gonna say Paré. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking. Paré.
2: but right? With a yeah, fresh oh, Yeah, that's pretty good. But their good. whole thing is
3: Southern California beach, so I, am like, I don't know, but I love it. Yeah, it's and it's nice. an oil instead of a spray, so you just like roll it on. I feel like it's subtle. Anyway, if you need a gift for someone or you just want to smell good, I like I the oils recommend.
2: too for travel because traveling yeah. with a bottle of perfume is just asking for trouble. It's yeah, this hard, is small. Yeah. yeah. A little oil rolly ball thing is nice. Yeah. Nice. I love that. So it smells so
0: good. I know. <laughs> it really does.
3: It's kind of what vanilla, yeah. Ba- yeah. beachy,
2: fresh. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Pamela, what you got for your bridal break? What did what did you force us to drink this evening?
0: Well, yes, we all tried my light my I joke, l- I actually did like it. Latest concoction. You're on a fall kick. I am. I am. It, this is, which of course is either going to be apple or pumpkin. And this week it's apple. Okay. Um, and one of my other favorite things is a margarita. So this is an apple cider margarita that we tried tonight and I found it on the, um, the Belle V
3: blog. Sure. Dot com. Okay. The Bell Should we go around again or? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bell V. Um, And it's interesting because it was a margarita. So it's tequila with the sweet of the apple cider. What did you ladies think? I liked
2: it. Yeah. I immediately, it reminded me close to like a strawberry margarita because it had this sweetness, Mm -hmm. but like not like as much tartness as a regular margarita. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't mind it.
3: I thought it was good. I didn't taste the apple cider. Or Wait, was it apple cider? Mm -hmm. Yeah. As much as I expected but it still gave it enough of a sweetness that it kind of took the edge off the drink and it was very good
2: we attempted to add nutmeg and cinnamon to my drink (laughs) yours yes. and i think i think if i just done nutmeg and just uh, and shook it before we put it in the glass (laughs) it would have been better but instead it was just these weird clumps of cinnamon or maybe it should have been
3: a cinnamon stick when you were shaking it instead of the powder that kind of overtook your drink yeah yeah. But
2: I think that maybe a uh, and you put some brown sugar in it too. It it just a pinch. Just a pinch. Just a pinch. Yeah. It was, brown it sugar. Was good. I wonder yeah, if it was brown good. sugar on the rim or something. That would be good. Ooh, guys.
0: Yeah. I like this. It's, there. Oh, you said
2: for it's the getting
0: better the other week. Yeah. Yes, the I apple remember. cider with uh champagne and now apple cider with tequila. All good, I think.
2: Yeah. I like that one. I would do that
3: again. Maple That's, is apparently the thing this season. Oh, is Maple having a moment? I think Maple's <laughs> having a moment. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, let's do a Maple cocktail.
0: I love Maple. Me too. I will
2: look into that. Yeah. Can I come back for that? Or? Yes. Sure. Okay, great. Just for the drinks. I'll just sit in the corner creepy. <laughs> Heckle. With Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be quieter, I promise. <laughs> um, so you? my bridal break is um, I have been on Twitter a little bit more lately. I don't know why. I go through phases where I'm like an Instagram girl, a Facebook girl, and I'm a Twitter girl this week. I don't know why. But um, it's somebody's uh, Twitter handle that I've been following for a while. And I kind of, I don't want to be rude and say I forgot about him, but just like going back and forth or whatever. But it's this guy named Gary Gennetti. Um, And he has, uh, his, his Twitter is always, he tweets, it's vicious, it's funny, it's sharp. I mean, he's just... The best. He's so witty. I actually was looking for some to read on air and I felt like all of them were so <laughs> inappropriate that I was like, nope. <laughs> But Gary Giannetti, um is writing currently for the new Will and Grace that's on NBC. Nice. And he wrote for them back in the day too. And he's a TV writer in general. Like just okay. like he, that's where his bread and butter. But the way that I found out that he even existed, it's so weird. So he um, is now engaged to, but for a long time is a boyfriend and lived with um, um, Brad Goretzky. Am I saying Goretzky? Am I mm-hmm. saying it right? Um, and he was with the assistant on the Rachel Zoe project. And I just loved him. And then he had his spinoff. His own show. It's a Brad Brad World. Yes. Which I totally watched because I was like Team Brad during the whole Rachel Zoe Brad breakup. And um <laughs> Gary was on the show just kind of second because he lived in the house, you know, and he would right. just show up and he was so Funny and sweet, and you could just really got their chemistry, and I'm like, who is this guy? So I googled him, and immediately found his Twitter. It's like years ago, and I've been in love with it since. Like he's the best. So, um, Gary Gennetti, um, Janetti, um, J A N E T T I just at Gary Gennetti okay. on Twitter. Mm. So I will link that. But he is vicious. Hilarious. If you need a little snark in your Twitter feed, <laughs> he will definitely do the trick. Nice. <laughs> and that's laugh. all the bread of breaks, y'all. We Yay! did it. Woo! 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 Thank you for coming yes, on. Thank, thank you. you. This
3: was so fun. This was so fun.
2: Um, so before you go, let's plug the hell out of everything you're working on. Yeah. Um, tell us all about your show.
3: Cool. So I was a TV news reporter and broadcast journalist for the last 10 years. And I kept hearing from people that they weren't watching the news, that they thought the news was depressing or just too slanted or time-consuming or boring, let's face it. Um, And so I saw an opportunity to start something that was different. And so I started the Newsworthy podcast, Um, (laughs) (laughs) thenewsworthy.com. And it gives all the day's news in less than 10 minutes. And actually... I really should have Brooke say, because when you recommended it for the bridal break, I was so impressed with how you described it. I was like, should I hire her for marketing? Because I'm you available. just said I'm very exactly what it was. <laughs> I was I was like, that made me happy that a listener got it. Yeah. And so it comes yeah. across the right way. And so, yeah, I try to be more fun and upbeat so that you don't have all this negative energy all day, but you're still in the know and you can have a great conversation um, Monday through Friday so it's called The Newsworthy yay
2: yeah I love it yay. and it is available on iTunes yeah how I found on you. my
3: website you can sign up for the daily email so if you're not in I mean you are into other podcasts because you're listening to this so. sure um yeah <laughs> iTunes and or any of the other ones Stitcher Google Play TuneIn etc yeah 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 we love it
2: Thank you. Um, what are your handles? Do you, Are you on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff? Yeah.
3: So Instagram and Twitter, I'm The NW Podcast. You can also usually search Erica Mandy and it'll come up. And on Facebook, uh, search Erica Mandy. Cool. Yeah. Right
2: on, girl. Thank Yay. you. Love supporting our lady podcasters. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Hey. Hey, I <laughs> form- hey, uh, almost said former lady podcaster, but you are currently my lady podcaster. <laughs> Still current. I didn't break up with you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't fired you yet. <laughs> um, do you want to go through all of our stuff to plug? Mm-hmm. Let me grab my sheet. Pamela Daniels. Yes, Brooke Murdoch. What <laughs> is the name of our website? Weddingconfessionals.com. From there, we have social media links. What social media are we not avoiding? <laughs> We're avoiding Pinterest, guys. We gave it's up. True. It's, true. it's still there, but... We don't. Uh, we neglected it.
0: No, but you can find us on Instagram, yeah. Facebook,
2: and Twitter. Twitter. Hey. Hey. Um. So, uh, guys, we want you to send us your stories. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Send us your confessionals. We love them. Send us your questions. We're here to answer you. Quick, quick note. As we said before, with that Aussie bride. Yes. If you have a time-sensitive <laughs> question, send it via email or the phone number, which I'll give you in just a second. Do not use the other option where we can't actually communicate with you because it takes a minute to make the podcast and we want to make sure we have time to get out the answer. So it's time sensitive send us an email. Right, Pamela? Right. Okay. So you can send us uh, your confessionals or your advice questions Questions. um, Mm -hmm. via email at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at our phone number, which is 434-933-2663. That is 434-933-2663. Or if you go to weddingconfessionals.com and you hit the little tab that says, tell us your secret." Yes. And then you tell us your secret. Tell us. That feature requires no phone number, no mm-hmm. email address. No name. We don't care. No. Nope. We just want your drama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing is on iTunes, give us a five star review. Yes. Leave please. us a fun little yeah. little note about how tell much us you what love you the think. show. Yeah. I mean tell us what you think, but in a nice way. Well, yes. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, (laughs) what a great guest. Yay! She can come back. Yes. She's coming back anyway for all the cocktails. She is. (laughs) And that's it, guys. So we will see you next week. Bye, Pammy. Bye. Special thanks to
0: Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And to Ramsey Malay and Brian Mailard for their
2: technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us.
0: If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com.
2: Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com.
0: Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434 434-
2: And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed.
0: Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
2: And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com.
0: See you guys next time. Bye.